Hello, everyone, and welcome to War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast, or should I say, hello there. Hello. Ah, you beat me to it. Hello uh, there. Hello there. Uh, yes, this is, of course, uh, I just can't even, I can't even, <laughs> I, I, I have no words. For those of you who have been living under a rock, uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer dropped yesterday, and yes, I have watched it about a million times. I watched all the breakdowns. I watched everything. So today we are going to be talking all things Obi-Wan Kenobi. And we are going to be breaking down this trailer. We're going to be talking about all the things that we saw, what what we're kind of expecting from this, just when we see the trailer. And just, we're going to be talking Obi. Obi Wan, mm-hmm. Obi, <laughs> Kenobi, <laughs> Kenobi. Uh, oh, I am um, excited, man. I'm, I am, I am also. Too. And I'm look. I, I looked. I looked at this, and I've I watched some people react to it, and I've seen, and it's all been positive. Yeah, I'm, probably, the, I'm looking... probably the most positive. Well, I can't say that. I think Mandalorian was was uh, fairly yeah. positive too. But I think you know when you got when Mandalorian came out. You had all these people talking about. By the way, I'm Darth Tube. Everybody, hi, uh, <laughs> bright suns. Good to see you all. Uh, yes. But you know, when you had um, the Mandalorian, which is the first Disney Plus series, it, there was you know the imagery that started to come out, and people were just some some of the critics were more like, "Well, this is just another, you know, this is just what you know, a Boba Fett story." But they just changed the name. You know, they always had yeah. to be like some little thing, and then Boba Fett later on became a thing and that the book of Boba Fett came out and there was previews for that. And then a lot of people were like, well, this is not my Boba Fett. You know, there's always like a little bit of that. I think, I think one thing I think that with, with Mandalorian, it was something new. Yes. Like it was all new characters, all new, you know, I mean, for occasionally, you know, I think they went to Tatooine. They were familiar. They were were familiar beats, maybe familiar species. they were all new characters, you know, a lot of new settings. So it was new stories. So it was very, you know, really positive. With right. Boba Fett, you had a character that had, while he had a strong cult following, he was also tended to be a very divisive character. There were characters, people that people either liked him or they didn't. Right. You know, if, you right. Know, um, with Obi Wan, you have a character that everyone loves. Like, the thing is that with Obi-Wan in, I mean, and a lot of people were saying this today and, and I really, really got behind this statement mm-hmm. is that this, this series truly does. It's the first live action series that is truly bridging the gaps between the two, yes. um, the first two trilogies, the yeah. original trilogy and then it's, and it's prequel trilogy right. now. And in addition to that, the original trilogy, you know, you have your fans that the generally tend to be the older crowd, uh, but there could be younger ones too. And they absolutely, you know, they treat the original trilogy with a sense of reverence, probably almost too much reverence, but they do. And then you have the prequel trilogy, which many people were divided about, okay? However, even those that were not fans of the original trilogy, or the prequel trilogy, more often of them, if they were going to say something that they liked, that it would have been the Ewan McGregor take oh, on Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh, oh. Yeah. So you put these two things together: this bridging of the gaps and this fact that people are fans of Ewan McGregor and his take on Obi Wan. Then you're really taking a, a a really cool idea and you're putting it out on paper and and or, you know, on celluloid. And I'm really looking forward oh, to yeah. kind of. Breaking down this trailer and going through it. Before we do that, though, I do have an announcement. Okay. An announcement I wanted to share, uh, and that is that you know a lot of my um, you know friends and family and people that I that on my channel that you know communicate with me have been asking me. So, did you? Are you going to? What's your plans for the Galactic Star Cruiser? And I am here to announce that my wife and I have booked our passage on the Halcyon. Nice. Uh, for our November, um, for our November trip, uh, giving us time to uh, save up <laughs> for it. Um, but we are um, 
very excited. As we mentioned last week, we talked a lot about it, mm-hmm. and uh, we have still continued to watch. Uh, it's. Been, I have to say, I think that the that the feedback on that has been for the experience itself, at least, uh, has been very positive. Yeah. I think. I think that the you know when people have complaints about it, it's more along a tone of the fact that it's very expensive. Um, there are some people talking about how this was stuff that Disney promised with Galaxy's Edge, and now, now they're putting a paywall behind it, which I think is a little bit. Uh, I think that's a little exaggerated. I don't think yeah. that. I think that they they delivered a lot of what they promised, and still deliver a lot of what they promised in um, Galaxy's Edge. I go there quite a bit, but um, I think that this is a really cool, um, yeah. you know, paid paid extra. Uh, well, I, I do it. I, I don't know if I'm going to do it a lot, but I'm going to do it this yeah. time. And I'm actually going with a, a friend. Uh, my wife and I are taking are going with another couple, and we're not staying in the same space. We're getting our own rooms, but um, we're we're going to go all in. You know, we're going to take advantage of all the things that we've learned, um, and and some advan and some suggestions that other vloggers have made, and we're going to do it. And um, nice. I'll report. I'll report back. You know, awesome. when it happens. So. One thing before we get into that, it just mm-hmm. kind of crossed my mind that. I think would be a good idea for Disney to do um, to maybe not make it more affordable, but it may, it may be in a way, make it more affordable, make it a little bit more easier for people is to do a payment system. So you can well, pay monthly, you can pay, I mean, maybe they have, but I think that would be a way for people. Cause I think when they look at that, that price tag, yeah. they think, Oh, Oh, that's, but if you break it down by like, well, you can pay this much if you put this much back a month. Then maybe for some people, it's like, well, I could do that. I well, I would suggest. I will say this in response to that. Um, if the best thing I would suggest is for something of that nature, first of all, Disney doesn't have to do that, and I'll tell you why. Because um, travel agents can do that. So yeah. there's all of yeah. these different travel agencies, not just big ones like you know AAA or things like that, but just you know. They're all like small world vacations. Um, you know, I, and that's I can't. One I thing I would say for anyone, and this isn't a travel travel blog, but no. as we're we're planning a cruise ourselves, is when you're planning something like this, go through a travel agent. Yeah, this after, Yeah, you you yeah. you have you, ha- you need to go through a travel agent with stuff. Like now that. I will say I will say this caveat: I did I we did not do this through a travel agent per se. We do use a travel agent for most of our bookings of our, tra- you know, I've making a lot of trips down, but um, my wife was the, what we called the guy in the chair. And yeah. on a day that I had to teach, I was in school. I wasn't able to do it when the days opened when we could go. And we mm-hmm. weren't sure how much this was going to fill up. Um, it, you know, it seems to be filling up very quickly. It's like sold out for the next two months. Uh, and then it seems to be piecemealing all the way down but you know the further away you get from now the more opportunities there are but mm-hmm. i do think that as it get as you get closer and closer i do think that there are going to fill up but um she was on went on you know calling the number calling the number finally got through had to wait on hold then got in then was able to book not only her trip but our couple friends their trip as their, their trip as well and um but we are going to transfer the confirmation to our travel agent so that moving forward now that we're not on a crunch rush, you know, we're worried, we're worried about not getting it because, you know, of the time frame. we could get on the phone earlier than our travel agent could. Um, but generally in most cases, yes, your travel agent is the best bet to plan these kind of things. And, um, and, and, and you can, and I know that I'm able to put pay, you know, to submit payment to my travel agent in small increments and, pay things off. I, I do that for a cruise that we were going to take. So you can do that. So check with the travel yeah. agent on it. All right. But we're both right. ready to go. So yeah, let's talk Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. All right. Um, I mean, first of all, you're the music guy. That first hit of the music, that <laughs> which is the exact same musical beat from the very first time you saw Obi-Wan Kenobi in the original trilogy. Yep. Uh, I'm. I was very excited. I gotta say, I was uncertain, and I'm still uncertain. A lot of the uh, some of the reaction videos I've been hearing. I know that John Williams has agreed to come back for Obi Wan the series, but I'm not sure if that was. I can't remember. I, I'm. I. I thought it was like what he did for Solo. He was going to write a theme, maybe the the main theme. 
which great. I was like ecstatic and, and I still am, but I have now been, they were now saying that some people are saying that he's coming back to score the whole thing. Um, I don't know if that's true. If that's true. Oh my God. I've just died and gone to heaven because I've got now, now whatever, 10 episodes or eight episodes or whatever it's going to be yeah. of more John Williams music. No, sorry. No, no, no offense to Ludwig Gordonson or, or, or the other gentleman that's been writing some of the Boba Fett music, but you know, it's John Williams. Come on. Um, foot of the masters here. So I, but yeah, I am. I'm so excited about that now. Yeah, I don't think he specifically scored the music for the trailer. I don't think he no, does. That. I, I think I think probably what they did was, and this is something that Disney that is so smart on Disney's because they knew, especially with Star Wars, they kind of know that certain musical cues will just hit Star Wars fans a certain way. Right. Like right. that that little. Even subconsciously, you hear that little thing. You're just it's, like, it's a celeste. The the, the ooh, instrument yeah. that was used called a celeste. The same thing you hear for Harry Potter. He, he uses it a lot, and yeah. um, it it's just got this really cool, you know, this little really cool kind of bell like, almost twinkling yeah. sound, and you know, instantly you're brought back to the Obi Wan Kenobi uh, intro. Yeah, and uh, that was just, you know, fantastic. And then, then hearing the kind of you know, theme in the background going all over the place. And yeah, it was, it was Um, doing, it was doing stuff from going from, um, like slow versions of, of, um, battle of the heroes to the force theme. When you see, when it, when it cuts to, well, why don't we just kind of go through the scenes? right. You know, you you start off with a, with a, just a, a, you know, a, a Sandy scene on Tatooine. And you know what? By the way, you know there is one complaint I'm hearing, like Tatooine again, and I'm like, oh my god! All right, it's you know Obi-Wan. what? Where he was it's Obi-Wan. Yeah. That's where he is, and he doesn't stay on the planet, so just yeah. be quiet. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, and then your next scene is a, a scene of 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 what we presumably is Obi Wan, you know, pulling along an EOP, uh, which is an Episode One creature, uh, in a some town in Tatooine. Um, we're not sure what the town is. I'm want- guessing. I'm guess. I'm just gonna go off of the limb here. I'm guessing because from what we see in the original trilogy, when Luke, when Obi Wan takes Luke to most most Eisley, he has to explain most Eisley to him. Right. So it gives you the idea that most Eisley is a ways away from the from the from the Lars. I'm guessing this is Anchorhead. I I, I think that could be true. Although I don't see any reason why it couldn't be. T- um. Moss Eisley, yeah. because Obi Wan knows about it. He's got to know it from somewhere. Yeah. He's got to learn about it. So he was never in Moss Eisley in the episode one. So I think that in the end, it could be anywhere. It could be Moss Espa. It could be Moss Pel- Pelo. It looked too small to be Moss Espa. Well, that's true. From what, it we, is- from what we see, it looks it looks like either going to be Moss Eisley or Anchorhead. That's my guess is going to be Anchorhead. Um, at this point, right, and um, it looks like you see another the, the next scene you see is it looks like he's doing some work. There's like some kind of a what did somebody said he's a stone cutter, but then I yeah. you know I've heard some people say I, he's doing some kind of a you see him from like a silhouette of him working yeah, and people working. kind of passing in front of him. Obviously, he's got to make a living to you know cover the cost of living in Tatooine. So um, there's that, and um. Oh, you know what? Do they have closed captions? No. Okay. Uh, I have, I'm watching it as we go here, so oh, I don't miss yeah. anything. Him riding the o- the EOP again into the desert. Okay. Twin sons. And then you see him kind of sitting off and looking off through the macro binoculars uh, at the Lars homestead. Oh. Uh, that Luke. was awesome. See, yeah. And, and is it this me or did that? Looked like Luke was practicing pod racing. I think it did, but that you know, I mean, it could I, be, I, I, having it could that, be anything, but still, just that connection from with him and his dad being the pod, being you know, his dad doing pod racing, and then I just Luke, watched you know, it again. I just watched it again, and that push forward, yeah, it really does look like pod racing. Yeah, so I, I gotta go, and there, and then of course there's with with uh, the little tiny. Macro binoculars. We get a nice first, real clean image of of Obi Wan. I feel like they 
they went a different different way than I thought they were going to go with his look. And the same thing is about the Entertainment Weekly cover page. It looks as though they. I know this is after Revenge of the Sith, obviously. Yeah. But it has a feel like something like an amalgam between Episode Two Obi Wan and Episode Three Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. Not so much, you know. I, I think he's grayed out a bit, so he's aged, and he's obviously aged in real life, so that's easy. But it's just mm-hmm. the way of his, the look of his hair. <laughs> it just strikes me like he's got a little bit more of that length on the bottom, like it's a mullet, you know. Uh, yeah, I don't like know. he's kind of growing it out a little bit, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, you you have straight into that duel of the fates. With the with the cool Lucasfilm logo that, that, that dusts away in the sands. Uh, That's really cool. Kind of has an was, Avengers Endgame vibe. Yeah, but. <laughs> I know. And then yeah, that, that right there, I mean, you talk about, you know, just hitting, hitting the nostalgia button right there. Right. Hearing duel of the fates was... I know. I mean, just oh. well. I mean, you got to imagine that um, you know there's going to be a lot of prequel love here. You know what I mean? There's going to be a lot of because because of the fact that it's Ewan McGregor. I mean, yeah. that alone. If, if there was no other reference other than Ewan McGregor, that's yeah. enough. So yeah. So to have that now, of course, that's gotten everybody speculating. Ooh, are we going to see Darth Maul? Is Ray Park coming back? Is Sam Witwer going to be doing a voice thing? And, you know, I don't know how true that is. I think that there's potential there. Mm-hmm. If this so, if this show is quite successful, that we might see uh, something in the future. Who knows? You know, these great – I've got to tell you, I'm – just a side note here. I'm really loving these short-form series, these six, eight, ten-episode series that end. And then, you know, maybe there's one next year, maybe not. But they stand alone by themselves. I mean, it's so nice. I, I mean, yeah. just – like I said, I, I was trying very – in a previous episode, I might have said this. I don't know. But I was trying really hard to stay on top of the CW uh, Arrowverse and yeah. you know, watching Arrow and then The Flash and then Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow. But you know, with you know, 18, 19, 20 episodes a season, mm-hmm. weekly, it was like a four-hour-a-week commitment yeah. that was really hard for me. And, and, you know, and I didn't want to miss any of them, even though I kind of liked Flash. I liked Legends of Tomorrow. I liked, you know, um, but after a while, I just stopped. I just, I, you know, yeah. I got through Crisis on Infinite Earths, which was, which was the ma- major crossover with all four. And then I just stopped. I said, I, I just, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't, it's too much. Yeah. So um, I'm glad that they kind of space them out. Same thing with Marvel that they do like, you know, these little six, seven, eight episode, easy commitment. Kind yeah. of like watching a, a long form movie in little parts. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this and I love that it, it allows us to tell a more intimate story about the too. character. I do too. So, our next scene, we have a ship flying into uh, this castle, so to speak, on the water. Yeah. Kind of reminiscent of uh, the Mustafar. Va- yeah, Vader's castle. Uh, that, of course, is the headquarters of the Sith Inquisitors. The Inquisitors, great. Correct. Yes. I did notice the there was a shuttle, like almost like a shuttle mm-hmm. Tidarium type shuttle. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that could be Vader. That could be the Emperor. Who knows? So yeah. Um, but nice, nice imagery there, kind of giving us an establishing shot. Then we have a nice view of the very quick view of the Inquisitor, the Grand Inquisitor, Grand Inquisitor. Yeah. Um, now different. I know I've, some people have complained about the look of the Inquisitor as compared to. His animated look, um, it doesn't really bother me now. Considering have, that, you, if you were to try to create an, a, a carbon copy of the animated look, okay, yeah. you would have to have an elongated face yeah. that would not look right. You would either have right. to make it a CG character or put heavy amounts of makeup. I'm not just makeup, but prosthetics. Yeah, and, and then yeah. it would look – and I bet you they tried it. I bet you they experimented. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they wanted, a, they wanted a, a, a flesh and blood actor that could emote and that could do what needs to be done in the right way in, yeah. in, in-house. Um, yeah, I know a lot of people have complained that – have also – not really complained, but kind of said that they wish they could have gotten Jason Isaacs, Jason Isaacs, who did the voice 
Yeah, I believe it was Jason uh, who did the voice for the Grand Inquisitor in the Rebels TV show, which would have been awesome. But again, I'm I'm going to take a wait and see. So far, what I've seen, it looks really cool. Uh, I, I mean, it looks amazing. You know, I'm sorry. I'm just going to jump out at this. Why are people complaining about a trailer? I don't get it. I mean, I'm just so tired of it. But I'm just so tired of it. I don't care. Fight me in the comments. I don't care. (laughs) I don't care. It's stupid. Stop making comments about one second of imagery. Now, if you want to complain about the show itself once the show comes out, okay. Then that's your... You've watched the show. You've 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 taken it in. If it resonates with you, you will feel one way. If it doesn't, you'll feel a different way. Then you can talk about it. But it's a freaking trailer. It's not yeah. even a trailer. It's a teaser. I don't know. Yeah. I just get so tired of people like, you know, I, I mean, I don't mind, you know, um, breaking everything down and saying, okay, what do you think this could be? What do you think that could be? But when I hear people sit there like with literally one second, why couldn't they get Jason Isaac? We don't know. Maybe Jason Isaacs wasn't available. Maybe he didn't want to do it. Maybe they maybe they have a different idea for the character. Maybe the way Jason Isaacs portrayed it vocally was kind of too cartoon villainy. Maybe they wanted something a little less than yeah. that. Something a little and, more and, and it, I mean, and I don't mind when someone says something like, Oh, I wish they could have done that. I like this, but like yeah, it would have been nice if they could have like something like that. I don't mind, but they're like, Oh, why couldn't they have gotten Jason Isaacs? Yeah, it's like that's the one thing they take away from it. I'm like, all right, whatever. But but if they say something like, "Oh man, that would be cool if," but I'm happy with what we got. Well, yeah, like that, I don't mind. But anyway, um, so moving on here, we got a um, the next scene. It looks like a speeder train. Like, oh, it almost was reminiscent of that speeder train from the Book of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. On the sand, except this one's a little more dingy and kind of run down. Yeah. And it's open, got that open air. Open air. It's got that thing fly, that kind of cover. It like, almost canvas. looks like, like one of the breakdowns I saw kind of mentioned that looks kind of like it's a work transport. Right. Like they're transporting pe- people to a work site and then taking them home, taking them yeah. back. So, and then, the, yeah, I think it is because in the next scene, you just see all these kind of quiet, sad looking individuals sitting on the train or the, the speeder obi-wan being one of them yeah so uh but i love the imagery you know obviously we're we're dealing with a you know kind of the the dregs of society of tatooine mm-hmm. okay and then we have a another board another board meeting back in what looks like that inside of that castle we don't know for sure but you know star wars villains have a you do a lot of board meetings yes i saw that i'm like yeah that's, <laughs> that's a lot that's interesting. They can so they have a, their ability. And then they have the like the 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 seventh brothers and the second sister and the you know basically the 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 fill in the number fill in the sibling. Yeah. <laughs> There's three of them at the table with a stormtrooper in the background. Mm-hmm. Um back and then we see that image of a of it looks like what I'm assuming is a dang, dangling feet like somebody's being been hung, been hung. hung. Yeah. or it could just be Somebody suggested that it could have been somebody using the force, but uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, the the, the inquisitors and the seventh, the the siblings, seventh, the, the yeah, brothers and sisters. Yeah, they don't. They're not. Are they force sensitive? They are. They, they are, are force, force sensitive. Okay. In fact, the um, the the uh, the the Grand Inquisitor, the one that you see. That oh, the voice yes. Over, he was a he was a Jedi guard. He was a Jedi, temple guard. guard. He was right. like a couple of okay. So most of them were that. either former Jedi. Uh, some of them, it's been suggested that they were force sensitive children that Palpatine kidnapped and right. uh, and basically turned to the dark side that way. Uh, the one thing I'm thinking, I've heard a lot of people kind of speculate on this too. And it makes sense that the, the Inquisitor that we see the most uh, beside the Grand Inquisitor mm-hmm. um, and I can't remember her character name, but because she has a character name, some people are suggesting that we could see a turn to the light side for her. I know that she's going to kind of be the one to kind of like, oh, this isn't right. Um, which of course would probably mean that we won't see her much after the series. That she probably won't survive I, the series. I don't think we'll be seeing any of these people very long because no, no. I mean I know. Well, fairness if if they are including rebels. In the canon, 
which I think they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of these characters do have to survive this past yeah. this this yeah this series because you have to get another ten years, I think, um, or not ten years, six or seven years six ahead. Or, yeah. Wait a minute. Because uh, this looks yeah like, like or f- about about six years. I think you have to get yeah. six years ahead to where you really into the rebels time, or at least the rebels time when uh, Ben Kenobi is fighting Maul one last Maul, time in that way. Yeah. So, all right. So moving um, on, you get a great close shot of, of uh, uncle Owen. So that's Joel Edgerton, right? I is think so. Joel, yeah. Or is it Joel? Is it Joel Edgerton? Was Ed, I know his last name is Edgerton, but um, interesting. So cool that he came back for this. That was, yeah. I mean, that, that was, the, that's going to be, to me, what's going to be the interesting thing. What is going to be, does this tell the story of the, of the kind of split between Obi-Wan and oh what i'm sure well i don't know if it'll yeah i don't know if it's going to be the um the main driving plot point of the story but i do think that there'll be some some beats in there some questions answered um and i and i will say this back on the complainers um about complaining about the lot the lack of jason isaacs um i do understand that to a point in the sense that you know, they have tried to maintain continuity in things like, you know, casting Katie Sackhoff as Bo-Katan, both in voice and in person, um, bringing Tamara Morrison back, uh, you know, all of these, you know, Bail Organa even, uh, what's his name, uh, Jimmy Smits, yeah. you know, bringing him back for Rogue One and, and Genevieve O'Reilly for the, or whoever, yeah, whatever her name is for uh Mon Mothma. So they've done this thing to try to maintain continuity. Yeah. So to bring Joel Egerton back um, is fantastic. I'm sure he was probably happy about it because in a way it's, you know, it's, it's, you know, the, the episode, he, he, he got a lot of star power coming out of episode two, even though his, his scene in his scenes in episode two were minimal, um, but he was playing an iconic character. So, and then he went on to become quite, popular and, and he got a very much more you know his star shown much brightly much more brightly yeah. so now but i think it's i think he wants to do more with this character and this oh. gives him an opportunity to do that so yeah yeah really that, fleshing fleshing it out and really yeah that's going to be fun um yeah. okay where where are we at in the trailer um well we after his close-up we have um, a scene of that other uh i guess the inquisitor um, in this new planet that is supposedly like supposed to be like uh, reminiscent of Hong Kong, like a, yeah. like a kind of a city of uh, an edgy city. And she's looking down upon it and we see the ship landing It mostly just imagery. We see another Imperial officer, female mm-hmm. kind of walking down uh, the ramp. And then we see, trying to, uh, we have that. Yeah, there's a lot of quick imagery. We have this looks like what looks like a large droid. We have somewhere, you know, we have some like the, we see kind of a a a a device of some sort. I can't tell if it's a blaster or if it's a weapon being held at at, at kind of a bottom torso. Yeah. And some people are speculating that could be a um, stormtrooper or clone trooper armor. Some people. I, are, yeah, one person said suggested that it could be Obi Wan in his old clone armor in disguise. Right. Um, um, you know, I ho- I really hope. I, we, I wanna, already, I, it's almost too too much to ask, but and again, this is a ma- this is a managed expectation. I tell you, folks. Okay, yeah. I will not be miserable if this doesn't happen. Particularly if the story goes in ways I didn't and it didn't expect. But there is a part of me that wonders if we could see a cameo, if you will, by Tamara Morrison as a clone trooper. Ooh. Any fill in the blank. Oh. Uh, could be we, we, we've had rumors. Yeah, that could be wrecked. I mean, it's not like he's in there. It's yeah. not like he's not hanging out there a lot. So it's, you know, it's certainly something. Honestly, I wouldn't mind. Like you said, Rex would be awesome. I wouldn't mind Cody. I was going to say that same thing. Commander Cody, Co- yeah. Having Obi Wan and me see oh, now I was be. talking to my wife about this. I said, "There's there's a story I really would love to see flesh out. Is how does Obi Wan treat that? Is Cody? I mean, we you know Cody had the chip in his head, so he 
he he tried to kill Obi-Wan. Is he still going to try to kill Obi-Wan? Because is, is, did they retire the clone troopers at this point? Is he not working anymore? Is he is he still working? I mean, there's so many ways you can go in this in, in, in every direction. So I'm, I'm there for it if it happens, but we'll see. So, yeah, a lot of just simple images. There's a simple of that of that uh, Inquisitor jumping, doing a force leap over the city, like between buildings. And then we got that longer image of the of the Grand Inquisitor with his spinning lightsaber. Mm-hmm. So doing that. Which Some I people... think that's so much it's so interesting, the reactions I've seen from people when they see the spinning lightsaber. Because I remember when Rumbles first came out and the first time we saw the spinning lightsaber – how many people hated that spinning lightsaber? They thought it was so so corny with the little spin thing. I remember a lot of people just did not like it, but now they see it and they're like, "Oh my gosh, it's a spinning lightsaber!" Ah, it's like. Well, the other thing I want to point out too, folks, is that um, a lot of people did not see Rebels. You know, Rebels is a cartoon, and Clone Wars was a cartoon, and there is a very large contingency of the population that just dismissed those without even watching them as children's cartoons. I'm not going to sit and waste time with it. Some people don't, you know, some people don't, they don't resonate with people. Okay. They try, maybe they sit and watch a few episodes and like, nah, just, it just doesn't, it doesn't sit well with me. I, I mean, and I will tell you, I, I've not done a lot of rewatching on, well, I've done a little rewatching on Clone Wars, not so much on Rebels, except for this, the Obi-Wan episode, but ironically, but, um, but I will say that there's a lot of people that don't even know who Inquisitors are. So, and and I think you know Dave Filoni knows this, John Favreau knows this. They they all know this. So they're going to introduce them in ways that the new the new viewer that has never seen them before can be introduced to them properly. And those that are familiar that have seen, they're just more Easter eggs for us. So, um, but yeah, I, I I didn't hear any complaints about the spinning. I mean, I remember the complaints about the spinning saber back in the day. Um, yeah. I didn't hear any huge, like, oh, my God, no, that's the no. most incredible thing. It, but it, Yeah. But still. All right, moving on. Between Darkness. And then we see the one of the other um, brother, seventh brother. Eighth, I think it was the fifth brother. It was the fifth, fifth, brother. fifth brother. Followed brother. by troopers. First, followed by stormtroopers. Cool imagery. Some two escape pods leaving. Uh, another... Kind of slide in block by uh, our other uh, Inquisitor and defeat. Oh, and then there's a scene with that in- other second Inquisitor in an alley with uh, somebody with a blaster. You think it's Obi Wan? I mean, I think there's a scene with Obi Wan. Yeah, I like fighting so, with yeah. a blaster. I think he's he's probably hiding his saber. He's trying to, yeah, he's trying to hide his. Uh... He's yeah, he's kind of hidden behind. He's like on a roof, and he's hidden behind a little slight yeah. area. Yeah, there's I'm... one scene where you see uh, just a hand going over some graffiti. Um, and there was a Jedi symbol there, right? Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking that maybe there there's some sort of hidden symbolism to let people know either a this is where Jedi can be safe, or just to remind the people like, hey, we're still out here. You you know. There's still hope that there's still there are still Jedi around. So, do you think we'll see other Jedi? I I'm imagining yes, and I'm imagining that we're not gonna, we're going to see some that are going to be sacrificial oh, Jedi, yeah. you yeah. know, for the just to just to, to further the story along, you know, mm-hmm. um, which you know, I mean, you got to tell, you know, you have to show what's going on, and you know, it can't just be. Oh, I, I refuse to believe that Yoda and Obi Wan Kenobi are the last two Jedi. You know, and we also have, you know, and if you, you know, obviously they're not, if you think about Kane and Jairus and other people. So, um, then of course the boarding hopes, oh, there's that one explosion where that flock of birds. Yeah. I think they're birds, right? Yeah. And they, they kind of go like the, like the, the owl, I can't think of the species name that was with. The, uh, Condor. The, yeah. I don't, I mean, they do, they have the same color, color palette, but I don't know. I just think it might be coincidental, but we'll see. You know, be. we'll see. And then hope survives is the last thing. I don't have my my sound on on my phone here, so I don't remember any of the dialogue. But um, you know, then you have a nice kind of you know shot of a very concerned brow on Obi Wan, and then looking out, and then you see 
that great Obi-Wan Kenobi loving the text with the eye mm. being the saber. Did you, yeah. see, did you notice that? And then, of course, you get that great shot of um, that musical cue, which is at Revenge of the Sith, right? When Anakin is, is Anakin's dark deeds or dirt, you know, and, yeah. and it's just, you know, without showing a word, you know, that we're seeing some Anakin and Obi-Wan mm-hmm. in some capacity. And a lot of people I, are saying, like, you know, is it just going to be Anakin and Vader? I, I would be shocked if we only see Vader. Like yeah. meaning, I'm sorry, if we only see the masked Vader. Um, and and because, you know, like we said, we've seen an amazing character actor, um, stunt actor do that part, mm-hmm. but they specifically wanted to bring Hayden back. So that leads us, that leads most people to believe that We're there's going to be some, maybe could be anything from flashbacks to um, unmasked Vader unmasked. And- in a in you know maybe in his back to tank or yeah 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 because you're right you don't you don't specifically say we want this actor to do this if you're not going to hear him and you're not going to see him I mean they wouldn't have even put Hayden in the costume at the end of Revenge of the Sith he requested it yeah so they just you know you know he was built well enough for it did they just had to give him some some platform boots, you know, and then so he could be a little taller, but you know, beyond that, uh, they didn't really need him. You know what I mean? So he, he requested it and they were just good enough to honor his request. So, uh, yeah. So I was pumped. I'm, 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 I'm there for it. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the calendar. I'm like, all right, here we are. Let's see. It's March. What are we? March 10th. So we have April. May. So we have about two months and two weeks. <laughs> so roughly one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven weeks. Eleven weeks until. All right. Un- so let's see. I got the rest of uh, Star Trek Discovery to go through. Star Trek Picard just started. <laughs> yeah, by the time those are done, it should be time for Obi Wan. Yeah, I will say this. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit. I mean, I, not to jump into. Uh, uh, other genres here, but uh, I will say that I am a Star Trek fan as well. I uh, I have not. I've loved Picard. I, you know, I just think that Next Generation was my jam. Next Generation was filled the gap of Star Wars when Star Wars went away. Right. You know, so that really filled a necessary, and that connected to Deep Space Nine, which connected to Voyager, right. which connected to Enterprise. I started to go, you know, by but by the time Enterprise came out. Now we were like total back into Star Wars with episode one, episode two, episode three. So my interest kind of waned a little bit at that point. Um, but now I'm, I'm loving Picard and I'm glad, but it was so weird to have like the Obi-Wan trailer come out and then a Picard episode with Q back. I know, right? Amazing. But my geekdom is just like having going on over well, and then, And then they, um, spe- uh, speaking of something that Jason Isaacs was in, uh, they also, the same day the Obi-Wan trailer came out, I don't know if you saw the teaser trailer for Strange New Worlds. Oh, I did? Yes. Yes. With I saw Astrid that. Mount as, yep. Capri- as, Capri- as Pike. And which, I thought that was, that, I'm, I'm looking uh, forward to that one. I will tell you, I have not been enjoying Discovery. I just, nothing against it. I just can't connect. Okay. I don't know. I just think it's too. I, I think that I understand what they did. You know, they had to be. They wanted a whole new crew of characters. They pushed them way in the future, so they they weren't bound by anything connected here. But I I like my stories all kind of connecting, and I yeah. just feel like I've lost. You know, they. I mean, there's 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 beats and stuff like that. But we're getting off topic. This okay, is anyway, off topic. Happened. Off topic. I apologize um, for that. All right. Well, I I mean, final thoughts. I think this is going to be another short one, just because we're so focused on. The trailer, so that's okay. Um, yeah. but I, I got one other thing to bring up after that, but I'll but I'll do that in a second. Okay. Um, so my final thought on Obi Wan, um, I think they did. I think they did a, a masterful job of getting the uh, the hype going. Uh, again, I thought it bridged um, the love of both the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy beautifully, and I thought that they were. The marketing is outstanding, and I look forward to the to the series. I'm, I'm still getting used to this more um, subdued and subtle type of marketing 
for things like Disney Plus. Um, I wish there was a Midnight Madness, you know, at, at, at like a Toys R Us somewhere in the world that I could go to and, uh, and co- you know, get ready to pick up all the collectibles for Obi-Wan. But that's just not a thing anymore. It doesn't work that way. Um, however, what does happen is there's lots of collectors that, you know, every, if you see these imagery, now, you know, now there are people, there are artists and artisans who are frantically creating 3D print uh, figures of, of Obi-Wan from the trailer and all the characters. And, and they do that. So it's, it's an interesting time we live in when it comes to that. But I'm excited. I am looking yeah. forward to it. How about you? Uh, oh, so looking forward to this. Um... Yeah, I'll say I'll say that when we watched it at home, me and my wife watched it. You know, my wife isn't a huge Star Wars fan. Um, she's more of a more of a Trekkie okay. than anything. But you know, we watched uh, we watched both of the series. We watched Mandalorian and uh, Book of Boba Fett. When she first watched, tried watching the Mandalorian the first time, um, she couldn't get through it. She thought oh, it was a little. Wow. She thought it was too slow. Okay, no, like the first episode. So she's like, "Well, let's go to try." It. She fell in love with it. Uh, she really liked. She she really liked Book of Boba Fett, but the trailer. You know, the trailer. She's okay. Like, oh, for both of them, she loved the trailer for for Obi Wan. Right. She was like, "Oh, this looks so good." She like, "This looks so exciting." Um. So I am just so pumped about this. I'm I'm ready for whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just ready for more Star Wars in my life. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, and and there's so much more beyond that. I, I did want to mention that I, I didn't they finish filming Andor before Obi Wan that started, or did I they not? Because I swear I was seeing like imagery and stuff, you know, from Andor first. But yet Obi Wan's being released first. Now maybe Obi Wan's telling the kind of story that visually speaking, visually effects wise, they can get it done faster. I don't know. I just thought that was curious. Yeah. All right. But before we pack up, I do want to um just gonna give a collector's report, if you don't mind. You know, it's part of my it's part of my Darth Tuba's uh, collector's report. I've had um kind of um uh it's kind of a thing where uh. You know, for those who don't realize, if you're a collector these days, or if if, if you know of a collector, uh, we have kind of a um, a challenge. You know, we, it, collecting Star Wars toys has evolved into something very different than it was, say, ten years ago or even five years ago. Um, and a lot of that has to do with the closure of Toys R Us in the United States, right. um, because Toys R Us, when it existed, was the anchor store for toys. Uh, all toys from all different genres and every, and everything were sent in mass quantities to that store. They ordered tons of toys. That's probably one of the reasons they went out of business. They might've ordered too much, but you know, if you think back to everything from like, let's look at the last three um, episode seven, eight, nine, right? There was a release. They had a release of the toys. You could go into the store and because Toys R Us was your big store, you could go to, also places like Walmart and Target and big and, and you know mop and mon pop brick and mortar stores there was toys everywhere well when Toys R Us closed now where there's no place for us to get anything Walmart has a little tiny section that's this big mm-hmm. Target has a little bit of bigger section that's this big but they only order a small amount even when it's a big release and on top of that children's play patterns have changed most kids are playing more with iPad and app related activities and less, you know, and they still playing with things like Nerf, you know, guns and um, balls and, you know, the, the, like, you know, play, play outside play equipment. Mm-hmm. But for action figures are kind of dying away as a form of children's plaything. So collect, you know, collectors aren't able to get the stuff that they want in the stores, long and short of it. So what we've had to result resort to is ordering stuff online, which you would think, okay, makes it easier. You don't have to go out to the store, just put out the order. And if you usually places have free shipping and stuff like that, so you, you know, it's good, right? right? Well, the problem is that, you know, that you end up ordering one thing here, one thing there, one thing there, one thing there. 
at the end of the day, at the end of a week, at the end of a month, at the end of six months, you might have ordered an, like somewhere between 30 and 50 individual items. And sometimes the places you order them from, they cancel them without telling you. Uh, sometimes they ship them, but they only ship them one at a time. Sometimes you order them and they're supposed to come in a year. And then the next week you find them in the store by some freak chance, like a Walmart. And this week's lament was that they've started Walmart. It started shipping some of these toys to me and they were shipping them in an envelope, not barely a padded envelope, just like a, like a very thin with a tiny amount of padding and they just shoved the figure in and threw it in there. And when he, guess what, get, you know, it comes back, you take it out of the envelope and it's bent and it's creased and it's, and the plastic is crushed. And if you're like me, some of the figures you collect, you want to keep them pristine. It could be yeah. a little frustrating. So we're trying our best. I, I understand that I am one of the people that has to ship. Uh, so, I work, oh, that's for, right. <laughs> I work at Walmart and that is my job is to do what he says. But so uh, for those of you who order stuff, if they're from me, I promise if I see a Star Wars figure, I will carefully put it in the box. I will put the wrapping, the packing paper in it or the peanuts and pack it nice and nice and safely for you. Okay. So now in, all right. So how do I figure this out where every time I want to order a Star Wars toy, I get it from you. I don't know. I don't know how that works. <laughs> no, I mean, I, and and you know what? You 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 hit the nail on the head, Mark. I mean, you you are or you are a um a Star Wars fan. You are a uh, an appreciator of all things Star Wars, and 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 probably as an extension, you know, other kind of toys and things like that. Yeah. So if you are in a situation where you somebody is ordering a toy, you're going to make that assumption. Mm-hmm. That that is so you you know that is the that is the yeah. mark of a of a, I, of a of a caring individual who has integrity and good character, which I know that about you. So I'll say, I'll doesn't surprise this. me. I remember having this kind of a, a, a caveat, but one of the first toys I remember getting, like as a kid and having for years. In fact, I have a picture of me probably five or six years old holding it in my hand. It was the old twelve inch. G.I. Joe, mm-hmm. the original 1960s with the beard, with the real hair. I know <laughs> like, this didn't have fuzzy hair. Did it, did it have like hair. fuzzy hair up top? I don't know. It might have, but I was going, I went through a stage where I took, was taking everything apart. Oh yeah. So I took it apart and it had the little spring in it. Probably about this. We had shag carpet in our, in our house. My dad was like getting ready to lay down to watch a baseball game. And he stepped on it. Oh! And it got caught inside the carpet, inside his foot, and could not pull it off. And my mom was gone for the for for the for for the night. She was doing some sort of business meeting an hour away. So it was just me and my dad. With my dad stuck to the carpet, we ended up having to go to the emergency room so they could take take out this little quarter inch spring from the bottom of his foot. Oh but, my god. Yeah, just like I remember all it's my like worse than stepping on Legos. Oh, oh. Anyway, wow. um, I have a little, not really announcement. Something I'm going to be working on. I know I haven't talked about you with you with this because there's just something kind of mm-hmm. right. came to my mind today. Um, as you know, we have a Twitter, or yes, we have a Twitter. We have a um Patreon page patreon.com forward slash war of the stars we haven't really done a lot of stuff in that so i'm thinking that we do a little contest okay um i haven't decided exactly what we're going to do with this contest um you know it could be anything heck i could shave my head I could be. I could shave. I maybe I can dye my hair. You could shave your head. Just you, he, John, Mark said that, not me. Yeah. (laughs) I don't. I got to keep what little I have left. Sorry. Um. Uh. One thing I do want to try to do, and since we have a couple months to do that, is to, uh, you know, maybe by myself. You know, it could be just me. It could be both of us. Where we, um. 
react to each episode of Obi One. Maybe that could be a uh, a Patreon exclusive where you want to watch watch us watching something, and you you know uh, could be a Patreon exclusive. Yeah, uh, yeah but uh, so that's just something to look forward to. Something to kind of whet your appetite there, uh, because I'll be you know, honest. You know, we want to do, or at least I want to do more stuff with this. Um, not just kind of, and we can only, you know, that only really is able to do that with your guys' support. The more support we get from you guys, the more we're able to do. Um, you know, this is fun, but I, I personally want to do more. I want to expand this channel, expand the show. Um, so more people, more people listen to it and, you know, involve you guys too. So anyway, uh, with that being said, Will, why don't you tell people where they can find you at? Okay. You can find me on YouTube with the Darth Tuba Star Wars unboxing show channel. Just do a search of Darth Tuba and uh, unboxing and you probably will find that's, I believe, the only one. And uh, you can also reach me on Instagram and Twitter at Darth Tuba. Uh, Darth Tuba Star Wars unboxing page on Facebook. And if you have any in, you know inquiries, you can email me at DarthTuba77 at gmail.com. Alright. Uh, as for us, you can check us out at War of the Stars One at gmail.com. That is the best place to get a hold of us. Uh, you can also get us hold on Twitter. Same place at War of the Stars. Um, at War of the Stars One. That's at War of the Stars One at gmail.com. And Twitter's at War of the Stars One. Uh, you can also check us out on our Facebook page. Just search for War of the Stars. You can check us out there. We are, of course, a proud member of the Red 5 Network. Go to red5network.com for more information on all the shows that are on the network. Uh, As I mentioned earlier, you can support us by going to patreon.com forward slash war of the stars, or you can catch, uh, buy all the merch you want for war of the stars. Go to spreadshirt.com forward slash shop forward slash war of the stars. Uh, that will about do it. Oh, you can also check us out. If you're not able to check us out on the live stream, uh, you can check us out on all your major podcasting networks. Uh, again, just search War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast, wherever you find your favorite podcast, and you should be able to catch it. Check us out there. All right. right. With that being said, remember, this isn't just my Star Wars. This isn't just your Star Wars. This is our Star Wars. Until next time, may the Force be with you. To the spiles, everyone.